0: That thing is moderator for tonight's broadcast. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The water in the red wave is warm. So jump on in. It's high noon for Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020. So this morning I finally got my act together and figured out how to make a, the telegram the way I want it. So the original telegram is now like the discussion thread, but all the info is going to be dropped on the main telegram, which doesn't have discussion on it because, you know, when, when you end up on a, one of these channels with a bunch of people that you may not know, like listening to crosstalk is not a good time and uh, people will just quit it that way. So that's not really serving the purpose. Um, So the new, one is at the old one's address, so it's t.me slash I'm your moderator. You can search I'm your moderator on there. It should say I'm your moderator info stream, and that's where I'll just be posting uh, articles I've read that are important, basically like what my Instagram feed was like. It's going to be there on Telegram, and you can comment and stuff within the threads, In the discussion group is the discussion group but at least it's a totally clean version for whoever just wants to come there for the direct information that I'm putting out. So I think that that's the best solution. That's what I'm going to do. I'll still be on parlor. I'm uh, experimenting with other social media platforms. Sounds like I'm a potential lesbian at Sarah Lawrence college when I say it that way, but that's okay. That's okay. So let's talk about substantive things. Yesterday, everyone freaked out about headlines regarding Bill Barr. So that's what I want to talk about. And let me set this up properly. So last week, if you'll remember, on Sunday, we got the story about the Trump campaign distancing itself from Sidney Powell, which was basically only them clarifying the relationship that Sidney Powell is on her own independent thing and that she's going after something slightly different than they are simple. The media made a huge deal of it. They used the press release by the Trump team to intimate that everything Sidney Powell had was some ridiculous conspiracy theory. And that's why the campaign is distancing themselves from her very crazy claims. Now, That was easily debunked within, what, an hour, two hours? Clearly not what the campaign was saying, and their clarification of the relationship had no actual bearing on the overwhelming evidence of voter fraud. But the media tried to play a big trick and make something out of nothing to dishearten people. Fine. The next day, they did the thing about how Trump had conceded the election Because he approved of the GSA allowing resources to be made open to the Biden, quote unquote, transition team. Also, false narrative, also reshaped normal information into something it was not to make their liberal crowd go crazy and everyone on Team America to freak out. Now, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. No, this isn't the thing about the water. Um, but you got to take news notifications off your phone. Apple News, I don't know what Google phone people use, probably Google News or some shit. But I've never had an Android, so I can only speak to the iPhoneers out there. Take your Apple News notifications off. Turn them off. Make them go away. Don't ever look at them. They are doing the same thing that the normal media does. It is feeding you an algorithm. It is feeding you certain kinds of stories. And maybe it's not even an algorithm. Maybe it's just people choosing what to send as notifications. Could be. But the headlines that you're reading on there are going to twist the narrative for you and they're going to mess it up. And, you know, I have multiple, I don't know, four, five, six group chats at this point of people talking about this stuff. And that's great. I enjoy talking about it and I like getting information that I may have missed somehow (laughs) because I'm obsessed with this shit and on top of it, like every waking moment. But You don't need the Apple News notifications. And it's just like you don't need social media. All this stuff, we convince ourselves there's a really, really good reason why we have it. Yeah, we know it makes us feel bad and we don't really get anything from it. But we'll convince ourselves we do. Like, oh, I need Instagram for work. Nah, you probably don't. You know? I don't think Brad Pitt has Instagram. He works out okay. Yeah, but he's famous. Yeah, that's the point. Um Apple News you might say well yeah I just want to know like what the other side's narrative is you're going to find out what the other side's narrative is and unless you have incredible self control you're going to believe the headline and it's really important if you read that headline to go in and read the article and then try to figure out what exactly is being said by whom and in what context? Because the headline doesn't give you that. Trump allows Biden transition to begin. Maybe an acceptable description of what happened, but it's not an accurate description of what happened. In fact, it does the opposite. It convinces you that what happened actually has the opposite effect of what's really going on in the real world. And, I mean, we've seen this a thousand times. I don't mean to belabor these points or to constantly talk about the media, but this stuff is important. And so this is what happened with the Bill Barr thing yesterday. You know, immediately everyone got the updates that Bill Barr had said there was no proof of fraud in the election sufficient to change the outcome. And, of course, that's what got reported. It got picked up by every single possible media outlet. And this was all because it was reported in the Associated Press. Now, that's not what the Associated Press was initially reporting about. And there's another story there that is far, far more important that people didn't pay attention to. And so what happened was that this stupid false narrative got implanted And that took up everybody's bill bar bandwidth for the day. And so the other story got missed entirely. But the other story is the one that mattered. And on one of those group texts, I was like, well, you know, this just came out. And it really makes me wonder about the context of that initial report we got. Because reporters will ask questions. In press conferences and in interviews specifically to generate new narratives like them asking Barr about the evidence of voter fraud forces Barr to answer about something he was never intending to talk about. So what was he intending to talk about? Well, what he was intending to talk about was the John Durham investigation. He was updating the authorization of John Durham as a special counsel. Now, he originally appointed him a special counsel on October 19th, 2020. That story was so muted that I didn't even hear it. No one on the right, as far as I saw, was talking about it. I did not notice it happened. But here's a quote from Barr. This is the statement. On May 13, 2019, I directed United States Attorney John Durham to conduct a preliminary review into certain matters related to the 2016 presidential election campaigns. And Mr. Durham's review subsequently developed into a criminal investigation, which remains ongoing. Following consultation with Mr. Durham, I have determined that. In light of extraordinary circumstances relating to these matters, the public interest warrants Mr. Durham continuing this investigation pursuant to the powers and independence afforded by the special counsel regulations. Okay. A special counsel is harder to fire. So if by some strange twist of satanic fate, Joe Biden were to somehow get into office, it would be way harder for him to get rid of John Durham. Remember Trump not getting rid of Bob Mueller? End of story. Barr continues. The special counsel is authorized to investigate whether any federal official employee or any other person or entity violated the law in connection with the intelligence, counterintelligence, or law enforcement activities directed at the 2016 presidential campaigns. Individuals associated with those campaigns and individuals associated with the administration of President Donald J. Trump, including but not limited to crossfire hurricane and the investigation of special counsel Robert S. Mueller, the If the special counsel believes it is necessary and appropriate, the special counsel is authorized to prosecute federal crimes arising from his investigation of these matters. So does that sound bad to you? Because that sounds fantastic to me. That sounds like there are a whole lot of potential targets, including and up to Robert Mueller, which shouldn't surprise anybody knowing what you know or should know about the Russiagate hoax and the impeachment. But what got reported, what got reported was a misquote out of context about Bill Barr saying they hadn't found evidence. So Trump's campaign, Rudy Giuliani in particular, and Jenna Ellis released this statement. With all due respect to the attorney general, there hasn't been any semblance of a Department of Justice investigation. We have gathered ample evidence of illegal voting in at least six states, which they have not examined. We have many witnesses swearing under oath they saw crimes being committed in connection with voter fraud. As far as we know, not a single one has been interviewed by the DOJ. The Justice Department also hasn't audited any voting machines or used their subpoena powers to determine the truth. Nonetheless, we will continue our pursuit of the truth through the judicial system and state legislatures and continue toward the Constitution's mandate and ensuring that every legal vote is counted and every illegal vote is not. Again, with the greatest respect to the attorney general, his his opinion appears to be without any knowledge or investigation of the substantial irregularities and evidence of systemic fraud. Fine. But that's not the end. Because, of course... The Justice Department made their own statement in response to this nonsense. And they said some media outlets have incorrectly reported that the department has concluded its investigation of election fraud and announced an affirmative finding of no fraud in the election. That is not what the Associated Press reported, nor what the attorney general stated the department will continue to receive and vigorously pursue all specific and credible allegations of fraud as expeditiously as possible. Now, whether that last part is true or not, the first part is true. This was a media concoction for a specific reason. And of course it is. Everyone immediately focused on the voter fraud because we're all obsessed with the voter fraud issue right now. And no one focused on the fact that what he was there for And what actually came out of yesterday for Bill Barr. Was not about voter fraud. It is entirely possible, by the way, that Bill Barr was telling the truth because he said that at that point he had not seen evidence of voter fraud that would overturn the elections. Now, whether he misspoke or said something stupid or he really hasn't seen it yet. All of that is fine. And. In the grand scope of things, it's totally irrelevant. He went right after that and had a two hour meeting with the president. And so for the people on the left, they're all like, yeah, even Bill Barr says there's no evidence. Ha 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 ha. And then people on our side are like, yeah, I told you Bill Barr is deep state. Well, you know what? Who knows? Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. We haven't gotten the results that we want from the Department of Justice. But that might not be the worst outcome. I know that we're all sick of exercising patience on all of this because we see our country being stripped away. But you have to trust that other people see that, too. And there are enough of us because there are. This is what winning looks like. We are crawling up a very, very steep hill, and we are pulling ourselves up to the top of it right now. It wasn't going to be easy, but we're getting there. And the thing is, you got to stop freaking out about the headlines. And that's, again, one of the reasons why I tell you to turn off the news notifications for real. It's just freaking you out and it's making you bad at your job because the job right now is to seek out the truth, believe in your perception of the truth, trust yourself over the people you know are corrupt and you know are lying to you. You have to trust yourself. If you don't trust yourself, continue seeking information until you're convinced about it one way or another. But you got to stay in the fight. Online, they call people like that, doomers, like everything that comes out. They think, oh, my God, it's all going down in flames. No, you are unstable. Stabilize yourself. It's okay. It's important not to get diverted on all these strange tangents and to have your head explode every time something new happens. Heads exploding is strictly the domain or dominion of Biden voters from this point forward. Okay? No more heads exploding except in the good way where you want to cry joyous tears and let them flow down from the hilltop, creating a vast lake at at the bottom. And if you so choose, you can jump off the crest of the hill and land softly in the lake like on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be okay. And just a word for the liberals out there that don't believe in the possibility of a deep state because they've been told that that, too, is a conspiracy. That is one of the dumbest, dumbest perceptions ever. I I don't understand how people can still have the view that there's no way these are all bad people, like as if that scenario is impossible. Drug cartels exist. You guys know that, right? Human traffickers exist. You guys know that, right? The mafia existed, or maybe still does. And by the way, that's not like a hint, hint. Maybe they still do. I really just don't pay attention to anything mafia related. Although there was that guy. (laughs) It was, there's like a mob boss in Philly that's like supposedly flipping to Rudy and telling him that they filled out like 300,000 ballots. If that happens, holy shit, amazing. But like, that's one of those things that, you kind of read and you put that one on the maybe pile off to the side because it's not directly relevant. Like, that's not the biggest proof of fraud. I mean, if it if he came forward and, and proved it wonderful, but otherwise, forget it anyway. Getting sidetracked on a tangent, just like I said not to do. But the mafia exists or existed <laughs> like We know that there are organizations of really awful people who do really awful things to people guilty and innocent alike. What makes you think that politics and media and tech are different? Like, why can't the mafia have just moved into power in our government or become part of the mafia once formerly good people got in there? What's hard to believe about that? Power corrupts, right? I don't understand people's hesitance to believe that there are bad actors in the government incentivized to collude with one another toward common goals, which then become individual goals, because the common goal is the group seeking power. But that group is made up of people who are probably sociopaths who have individual goals of their own power, which is why you see them trying to destroy anyone who messes with them, including people on their own side. The idea that a deep state exists is not a conspiracy. It's a certainty. That's how problems start. You put a lot of sociopaths in a room together. In Hollywood, we call them producers. On Instagram, they're called influencers. (laughs) I'm kidding. I couldn't resist. Um, All right. So stop freaking out, please. That's the point. Now, yesterday, there was just so much voter fraud stuff coming out. It was unbelievable. They had a hearing in Michigan and... If you don't want to watch the whole thing, that's fine. But you have to watch the testimony of this woman named uh, Dr. Linda Lee Tarver. The testimony actually goes on for a little over a half an hour, but the entire thing is worth it. It's really amazing. She's a longtime member of the GOP in Michigan. She is incredibly intelligent and She goes down a list of corruptions and she's very kind about it. She's like, well, you know, maybe they're just lazy there. But what she's focused on is the fact that 71 percent of the ballots in Detroit, I think she was talking about specifically, but she was also mentioning uh, Flint and maybe one other Michigan city, Traverse City or something. I'm not very good on my Michigan geography, but uh, she was talking about how 71 percent of the ballots we unable to be recounted like they cannot access the ballots. They can't check to see if they are fraudulent. So what they have is unbalanced voter rolls. That's what they call it. And. What she was really sticking to was the fact that these rolls are never balanced in these cities. And she says, I don't know why, you know, maybe it's maybe it's laziness. Maybe they just don't care or maybe it's corruption. But she was talking specifically about how this sort of thing happens in predominantly black urban communities. Now, let's recall what the Democrats base is. Predominantly black urban communities where they win. 95% of the vote. Now, how do they do that? I guess we'll never know because we can't review it. And why can't we review it? Not because the laws aren't on the books. It's because they don't follow them. So I don't want to belabor that, but watch her. She'll do it better than me. Also yesterday, attorney who's a former attorney general, Phil Klein, the uh, Amistad project, the Thomas More Society. I think I have all the affiliations correct. He held a press conference with a trucker, and the trucker was describing how he was sent from a distribution center of some sort in Bethpage, New York, to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, And a lot of unusual things happened on his journey. First of all, he was carrying ballots that were already filled out from New York to Pennsylvania across state lines. When he got to Lancaster, he was told to wait. He ended up waiting six hours and then was told he needs to take this mail to Harrisburg. And. The next morning, his trailer was gone. They estimate that between 144,000 and 288,000 already filled out ballots were in that truck. Does that sound like mail-in ballots provide a secure system for voting? And that press conference is kind of long, but it's definitely... Worth it if you're really into this stuff. If you really, really want to know, I shouldn't even say if you're into this stuff, this stuff is important and you cannot know it just by listening to me and you definitely can't know it by getting Apple notifications on your phone. Like the entire point, you know, Trump's movement is Trump's movement and we are in some way part of that, but I'm more concerned with the information movement. Okay, and this movement depends on people going back to the source material and checking it out for themselves. That's how you know you can trust me. Like if I'm misrepresenting the source material and you go back there and see like, hey, he's not saying what this actually was. I'm going to lose credibility. I want you to go look at the source material, because first of all if you think that I'm not describing it accurately, please tell me and maybe you'll be right. But you really should know for yourself. You might also see things that I didn't see. You might put things together in a way that I didn't. That's what's important about having a, a million channel information stream rather than one or one and a half. Cause you, cause like I said, Fox News is also state media. It's just serving a different demographic with a slightly different viewpoint. The central narrative remains, though. And so if you're only getting the central narrative, of course, our a million stream information is going to be purer and better. But part of that is taking the responsibility to look at the source material yourself so that you know that people like me are telling the truth. Or, at the very least, trying to and making honest errors, which I'm sure I have made or will make at some point. Honest errors can be forgiven, malicious intent cannot. And you guys can see every day, I'm telling you, and you can see with your own eyes what's happening in the media. It's not honest mistakes. And if you haven't checked out James O'Keefe on Instagram yet and seen these little Project Veritas clips of the CNN calls, you should because they talk about what they're going to put out on air based on what their contacts say. It's not about what the news is. It's not about what's true. It's about how they need to shift the narrative based on what their contacts are telling them. It's bad. So finally, I uh, am a little late on the high noon today because I was watching the Linwood and Sidney Powell press conference and not really a press conference. Actually, it was more uh, like a rally down in Georgia. And listen, it was very inspiring and it gives you all the the justice feels, the hashtag justice feels. But it wasn't packed with information. Sidney Powell did. uh say some more things that they have evidence of, including Chinese influence, influence from all these countries around the world, uh, elections stolen on lower rung races all over the place, the potential and likelihood of Dominion voter fraud in all the states using Dominion. That means California, by the way. And She also did say that she doesn't think that there should be a runoff in in Georgia and certainly none with Dominion voting machines. And so I'm going to take a little credit for that one, too, because now in the last three days, Trump has agreed with me on that. And Sidney Powell has agreed with me on that. There should not be a runoff in Georgia. And if there is, Republicans should not go vote in it. And then when people are like, yeah, but, you know, we need to keep the senator else they can do whatever they want. I don't know about that. I think that the power of our movement is bigger than two corrupt senators. And the truth is, if this election is held on the same terms as the election we just held on November 3rd, there's going to be zero Republican senators or maybe one. But there's no way we're getting both. And then they have 50. And then guess who gets to be the swing vote? Kamala Harris in a Biden administration. And that's what this is all about, because if there's a Trump administration. The Georgia runoff will, first of all, solve itself. We'll just go win it. And second of all, we wouldn't need that Senate majority. A message has to be sent. And that message is that we do not participate in fraudulent elections. We're not going to pretend that the illusion is real anymore. And that's all it would be. If the Georgia elections don't change and Brian Kemp's in office and, Br- and Brad Raffensperger's in office and his little uh, Jeff Duncan guy and then this total moron yesterday, Gabe Sterling, if they're all still there in office. It's an illusion. You're not going to trust your vote in the first place. So why vote? Now, this Gabe Sterling guy came out yesterday and gave this very fake, impassioned little speech about how Donald Trump needs to condemn the people who are mad about the election. Because people are saying mean things online and there's a chance, he said, potential for violence. That's always what they say. It's never about the substance. It's only about if you guys keep doing this, there's potential for violence. So you have to do what we say. And then if there's violence anyway, we're still going to blame it on you. But you have to do what we say. You see that? The real important part is you do exactly what we say. Otherwise, we're going to cry and no one wants to hear us cry. He's acting and it's really bad acting. These guys faking this passion. It's like watching Kamala dance. No, bitch, you're trying to go viral. Everybody knows what you're doing. Good God. So, anyway, um, the Sydney Powell and Linwood thing is totally worth watching if you have the time. It's not informational. And so, for that reason, if you don't have the time, spend it elsewhere. Watch some highlights, listen to some clips on a podcast, whatever. Watch the Sydney Powell portion where she talks about what they have. But there was no laying out of evidence and there was no taking questions. So, it was not primarily informative okay and I'm not saying anything bad about either of them I believe everything they're saying I'm just saying if you want to focus your time it's not necessarily on that okay Lynn Wood I mean I've said before on here that I'm not religious and I'm not uh Lynn Wood obviously is quite religious and he was kind of given this little speech at the beginning and he quoted a Bible verse that made the hair on my arm stand up it was so powerful. I, I really got chills immediately. And so here it is. It's from Psalm 127, verse one, or as Joe Biden calls it. Palm 129. No. Like, uh, come on, man. Palm. Ah, you know, the one. But here it is. A song of ascents, of Solomon. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. That is amazing. We cannot let the watchman waketh in vain. And I'm not a biblical scholar, obviously, but what that says to me is that The work is being done and we all need to stand behind it. We know what's right and true. And we cannot allow this work to be in vain. This is as important as it gets. We either keep the country or we don't. And we are going to keep the country. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Joe Biden will never be president. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a Video Aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm your moderator.substack.com where you can donate. Or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the range.